Welcome to Ranch Raves Questions and Quotes, a podcast where I get to bitch, complain, basically my take on over 50 years on this planet. As always, I am not a licensed clinician, doctor, therapist, lawyer, or Indian chief. I'm just a guy that has certain views, certain opinions, certain thoughts on how things are, how things ought to be, how things used to be, and my life experiences. So I invite you, as always, to sit back, relax, grab a snack, join us for a little fun. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy. Maybe you'll think I'm right on the money. Either way, I always, as always, I look forward to hearing from you. You can reach me at mrrants50 at gmail.com or via my blog at my rrqq.wordpress.com and uh, welcome to the show welcome 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 I'm so happy you're here. I know there's only about five of you that actually listen to these things and pay any attention, but I'm still glad you're here. And today, as much as I say I don't want this to be about politics, I've got some truth to uncover and maybe waking a few people up that happen to listen to me across this great world of ours. But uh, first, as always, we must go through the... uh, the normal introductions. For those of you that don't know, I'm Mr. Rance. I am very happy you're here. I'm going to have a good time with this one because, oh, I just love it when the, uh, the shit hits the fan. And then I've got a second one I'm going to do that's going to make the one from yesterday or the day before about the school shooting and the one I'm about to do now. And you're just going to forget about it because... You're going to forget about this one. You're going to forget about the school shooting. Why? You'll find out. It's coming up soon. So sit back, relax, and uh, listen to the... Oh, yeah, we're going to be talking about a lot of lies because they, well, just one big lie, actually, this time. And what is a lie? TikTok. And why is it a lie? Why? Why, 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 why? Uh, no, that was wonder. I almost started breaking into song on and making shit up. But, no, uh, I want you to listen to this first little part. This is exploring uh, the news and why it matters. Uh, with Sarah Gonzalez, she is another one that is on the Blaze Media, along with Chad Prather. But I want you to listen, and then we'll discuss and we'll play some that uh, play some things that are actually on TikTok. I want to get to this uh, TikTok ban bill that is being discussed right now, and I know you know we had originally when. 
um, we saw that Republicans and Democrats were both, there was this bipartisan agreement, finally bipartisan agreement that... Are those Republicans though? Well, well, hold on, hold on. That that uh, that TikTok is a national security threat and should be, you know, banned. We thought. I actually answered a dear Sarah question about it, and I was like, "Well, I mean, the clock strikes what twelve twice a day, or whatever the hell the 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 saying goes." And I thought, "Well, no, I mean." Maybe it just has gotten so bad that they've all come to finally agree on this, and we should give them credit for that. Well, it turns out that this is a bipartisan bipartisan agreement. It's just a bipartisan agreement to, uh, you know, like, just get in your business and and, uh, invade your privacy, and it's just basically the Patriot Act on steroids. So I want to go through this Restrict Act. Have you done... um, a bunch of research for this for for Glenn. Not a deep dive. We, we are planning something big on it, but I've I've done a cursory look over it. And it's bad news. So it's the it's called the Restrict Act. It stands for Restricting the Emergence of Security Threats that Risk Information and Communications Technology Act, mm-hmm. and it will grant the White House through the Commerce Department <laughs> the ability to go Always. after yeah the ability to go Always. after anyone and any company that they deem a security Sorry. risk. So I want to uh, I want to show a little bit of, of some parts of this bill that are quite troubling. And if you're not troubled, you're not paying attention here. So uh, the mitigation powers are uh, <laughs> endless, including the ability for the Commerce Department to ban not just social media apps but also. Gaming applications and payment applications. Uh, Restrict Act does not even specifically mention, it does not have the words TikTok in it. It does not have the words ByteDance in it. Uh, but it would grant the U.S. Secretary of Commerce the broad power to identify, deter, disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, or otherwise mitigate any risk arising from any covered transaction by any person or with respect to any property that the secretary determines to pose an undue or unacceptable risk in several different areas. It includes federal elections, information and communications, technology products and services, and critical infrastructure or digital economy. Uh, and, I mean, the list goes on. So um, they want you to think that this is just banning TikTok. It's not. They just want to have the power and the control. Um, and, uh, oh, here, here's a fun one. To designate any foreign government or regime as a foreign adversary if the secretary finds that the foreign government or regime is engaged in a long-term pattern or serious instances of conduct significantly adverse to the national security of the United States, uh, blah, 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 blah. So this is bipartisan. This is bipartisan in the sense that they all want to sneak one over on you and pretend like it's all about the national security and China bad, China bad. No, no, they just they just want to have more control uh, over you. So this, in a way, and, and I know this is going to be a reach, but just hear me for a minute. This, in a way, I promise you, when this thing was drafted, they considered never again will we allow a true patriot to buy a social media company and restore equilibrium, we'll just deem him a threat to the nation. Remember, when they say any, it means they pick the winners and the losers. So a company that's actually a threat to our safety, maybe like the Metaverse or Facebook or Zuckerberg, they deem that company okay. But the one that rises up or potentially promotes freedom of speech or maybe the Blaze Media Group, if we had an app, they go, well, that one 
or the Daily Wire. That one is a threat, so they can shut that one down. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, just think, what we think is bad will be bad in their eyes. It's like, no, more power, more control. This thing should be dead as a doornail Mm -hmm. immediately. And then lastly, just ask who... There they are. There it is. Who the guys are on the right that's bipartisan, air mm-hmm. quotes. There, this is a, all of the co-sponsors for the bill. Oh, wow, look at all that bipartisan support to uh, take more power and control from the American citizen. Uh, Lindsey Graham, wow, I'm not shocked to see his name yeah. on there. Chuck Grassley. Usual suspect. Yes, uh, is golly. Um, well, I want to go through a couple other a couple other parts of this. I will go say ahead. when you're looking at these lists, if you scan through there and don't see... The, uh, the words Mike and Lee, then it's a bad Then note. it's a bad note. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's just a good template, always. Exactly. So, good so, test. so the penalty, uh, you could have civil penalties like fines up to $250,000 and uh, criminally up to 20 years in prison and a million dollars in fines. It can seize property from violators and... By the way, you will not be able to use a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request, to find out what and when the power so was dangerous. used. Bro, this so is, dangerous. This is where, what could possibly go wrong, I feel like, is the theme of this show. Where to even start? Yeah. You, you, right. I think you, you said, did you, you mentioned the Patriot Act before, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is completely the Patriot Act on, on steroids. Mm-hmm. And even that had language in it that's very similar to this, where they talked about, oh, this is to alleviate concerns from mm-hmm. people like us. They'd be like, oh, this is foreign. This mm-hmm. is for foreign people. Well, you can be deemed a foreign person if you have also been deemed in league with a foreign mm-hmm. agent or something like that. So Even just, if you're a U.S. citizen. Yes. Let's just game this yeah. out. And you mentioned, like yes. companies like ours that could be like, you know, like Blaze TV. Like, let's just say a group of Russian bots decide to get into the comments to try to sway public opinion through the comments. Mm-hmm. Well, then they can be like, oh, my gosh, we are now designated because of this activity, this uh, media organization as a foreign in- entity because they are being used to spread disinformation, shut them down. Mm-hmm. This is this type of Dangerous. crap is scary. It's also it's it's the it's just like the Inflation Reduction Act. So they're calling this the Restrict Act, is that what, they, what mm-hmm. it is? So they're calling it that, but that doesn't have anything to do with it. Just like the Inflation Reduction Act doesn't have anything to do with getting rid of inflation. It's more about... Just like the Patriot Act media. didn't have anything to do with being a patriot. Oh, no, they named this the TikTok ban bill. Yeah. Uh, TikTok's not even mentioned. Well, uh, right. Uh, yeah, they're, 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 they've nicknamed it nicknamed the t- TikTok. TikTok ban, and yeah. it's not even in there. Yeah, so that's what they do. But yeah, I mean, this if, if they were on the level... They would have done what they did to like Parler. Mm-hmm. They would have they would have said, "Hey Apple, you can no longer put this on your App Store. Hey Google, you can't put this Correct. on Google Play Store." Yeah. You would effectively shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. There would be a few people still using because they know how to hack their phones. Yeah. But that's it. You would have destroyed that company, and that doesn't take seventy pages or seven thousand pages. An act of Congress. Yeah. You can just do that. Right. If they didn't just do that, you know that you're getting screwed here. Really? They want to use that. I can only imagine what the police state could do with this thing going forward. Holy crap. Well, I mean, right, especially with like with people like this in charge who oh, have yeah. no problem weaponizing every single department yeah. of the federal government against you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, these are not good actors, so you can only imagine. The, the things they mentioned, uh, the payment systems. Yeah. Just look how they could abuse that. Mm-hmm. If there's a certain company that's using a technology company that's using, I don't, let's just say Visa or MasterCard or whatever to process their payments, shut down their ability to make money. Yep. Just get rid of them. Mm-hmm. This, this is the type of stuff that is and coming. And control yes. the people. Soon. Yes. And control yes. the people. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We will be right back. Yeah. And what in God's name are they so afraid of with TikTok? What are they afraid of? I mean, really, uh, I don't know, you know, I mean, 
maybe the free-flowing thought process of people. You know, I, I know that there's a lot of people that say, oh, it's just fads, it's just kids, it's just dancing, they're going after the kids, and they use that. And I'm not saying that there aren't disreputable people, disreputable channels, disreputable parts of this. I'm not saying that TikTok is a God-given uh, application and it shouldn't be, you know, limited and, and checked. You know, I'm not saying that at all because there are some bad things, but I wonder what are some of the things they might not want you to hear. You know, Isn't it true that leading up to the 2020 election, Twitter had weekly meetings with not just the FBI, with DOJ, with DHS, with DNI, to conduct this unconstitutional censorship by surrogate? We know that because the Twitter files, correct? Correct. And it was not just meetings, not just censorship of stories like the Hunter Biden laptop story. We also now know that the FBI paid Twitter over $3.4 million of taxpayer, taxpayer funds to censor these stories before the 2020 election. Is that correct? Uh, that money was paid. Twitter confirmed that. And this, the Twitter files are just the tip of the iceberg because there's so much more. There was a corrupt revolving door at the highest levels between the FBI and Twitter. Look no further than Jim Baker, former general counsel at the FBI who helped unlawfully investigate Donald Trump in the 2016 election. Or look at Jim Comey's deputy chief of staff who became the director of strategy at Twitter. Isn't it true, according to the Twitter files, that there were so many FBI officials who then went to work at Twitter that that created their own Slack channel and crib sheet for onboarding? The Twitter files confirm that, correct? Correct. Are you aware as the American people are aware, that according to polling, of the people that were made aware of the Hunter Biden laptop story, 53% would have changed their vote, including 61% of Democrats. This is the definition of election meddling, and it's the definition of election meddling by the FBI on behalf of Democrats paid for by the U.S. taxpayers. Now, there's a little bit more to this that I'll play in a second, but let's let's narrow this down a little bit here. This is, according to the left, disinformation. This, according to the left, oh, no, no, we can't have this. Did anybody ever see this on the fucking news? But yet this is a tweet, not a tweet, I'm sorry, uh, a TikTok. It's a three-minute little video of congressional testimony that they put on TikTok. Why do you think it's on TikTok? Hmm, I wonder. Because at the time, not too long ago, if you even mentioned the Hunter Biden laptop, mentioned, not whether you believed it or not, mentioned it in a tweet before Elon Musk re- uh, bought Twitter, you were, you were suspended, you were shadow banned, you were deleted you were canceled if you mentioned this on facebook same thing you were bye-bye gone see you later or in my case because i do post a lot of this shit on facebook on my mr rant's facebook i would get little things like 
okay, Susie so-and-so, Billy Bob Thornton, not 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 the real Billy Bob Thornton, but I'm just making names, pulling up shit. But person A, person B, person C, person D that all think like Mr. Rance and they've been following Mr. Rance and friends with Mr. Rance for years, they'll get to see his posts. But Jimmy and Bobby and Susie and Mike and Tim down the street, you know, how it's open to everything and I don't limit my Mr. Rance account to just friends. It's open to the public. It's open to anybody in the world that wants to look me up and find me on Facebook. Why? Because as I've mentioned many, 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 many infinity times, I encourage open debate. I encourage people to contact me and say, hey, I agree. I disagree. I think you're nuts. I think you're great. Whatever the hell the case may be. So I don't shut it down. I don't. I, it's open to the public. Anybody and everybody that wants to say something can say something. But yet, when I post shit like this, four or five people see it. The other million and a half people out there in Facebook land don't. So why do you think people have gone to TikTok? Illusion, it's corruption, and it's unconstitutional. Ms. Parker, I want to go to you next about your experience at the FBI, because this is not just about the Twitter files, which folks are focused on because of the news it made. It's about a systemic rot in the culture and the politicization of the leadership of the FBI, and it needs to be rooted out. Let's take a step back. Let's look at the targeting illegally of parents who wanted to stand up for their kids at school board meetings. And just before we continue on this, I have to point this out now. This is a video I'm playing over my phone through my sound system to record this podcast. So you obviously cannot see the video. You can, however, look it up on your own if you have a TikTok account. But my point in bringing all this to your attention is that there's a nice big label across this video. What does it say, you might ask, because obviously you can't see the video. It says this is actual true testimony and not a violation of community standards because even TikTok has its rules. Even TikTok will ding you for community standard and say you're making shit up and misinformation. So this is their the this person's way of trying to get it out. And needless to say, I saw this earlier this evening. I had to go out for a little bit. I came back and I forwarded this to myself so that I made sure I had it before they banned it, killed his account, their account, whoever the case may be. But let's continue. On September 29th, 2021, the National School Boards Association sent a letter to Joe Biden equating parents at school board meetings to domestic terrorists. And on October 4th, Attorney General Merrick Garland issued a memorandum to the FBI and U.S. attorneys that the department would use federal enforcement tools to target and prosecute these parents. Do you consider parents as domestic terrorists? I do not consider parents as domestic terrorists. No, I do not. No, and neither do the American people. But there's more to this story. It goes back further than that initial letter on September 29th. Because the letter didn't happen organically, it was solicited. It was solicited by the White House and by the Secretary of Education. Essentially, the Biden administration laid the predicate for which it used to justify illegally targeting the American people, targeting these parents. Is it proper protocol 
as a former FBI officer to set that predicate, to manufacture the reasoning to justify opening an investigation? I believe that no one should be targeted for free speech and that violence should never be tolerated under any circumstance, but it should definitely not, no one should be targeted because they want to speak up at a school board meeting. This was a setup, and it was the setup, and it's the real definition of weaponization of the government against the American people. And it's not just this example of targeting parents at school boards association. It goes back to the opening of Crossfire Hurricane. It goes back to the faulty FISA application. It goes back to what we heard on that first panel from Senators Grassley and Johnson. It goes back to the suppression illegally of the Hunter Biden laptop story paid for by the U.S. taxpayers. This corruption needs to be rooted out. And it's not just about protecting the U.S. Constitution. It is most importantly about protecting the American people from the weaponization of the federal government against them. Yield back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but uh, TikTok is vile and evil. You know, I mean, uh, hmm. Did any of you hear this from uh, Representative Roy uh, on the news lately? There will be no more games, as I saw unfold today on the floor of the House of Representatives, where lies and misrepresentations were made about legislation, specifically for personal reasons, to take down an amendment. An amendment, by the way, designed to ensure that the executive orders that are driving up inflation that this majority said they wanted to expose out of the current president and our Democratic colleagues on the other side of the aisle, that they would exempt emergency executive orders, exempt national security-related executive orders, the very kinds of emergency executive orders that have been killing this country for as long as I can remember, and specifically for the last several years through the COVID pandemic and emergency responses. Executive orders forcing needles into the people's arms. And if they say no and they can't carry out their livelihoods, shrinking the labor supply, driving up the cost of goods and services by shutting down the greatest economy in the history of the world. My colleagues on this side of the aisle today ran away, ran away from actually holding the executive branch responsible. Why? For petty, personal, political reasons. That ain't going to fly. That's not going to be the way this works. Leadership is something that is observed and followed. It is not an anointed position. We did not come to this chamber to continue to allow the executive branch to run over the American people. Where sitting today is a young man who served his country and is being denied his commanding officer job, being forced to try to pay back student loans because he dared to say no to a vaccine mandate that was politically driven. And what is this side of the aisle doing about it? Not a damned thing. What is this side of the aisle doing about open borders? Nothing. Nothing. What is this side of the aisle doing about an ATF rule 
about to make felons out of 10 million Americans or more. Nothing. What is this side of the aisle going to do about spending? Lip service. We have a debt ceiling approaching. We're running around like chickens with their heads cut off. We should say something right now. We should pass a bill off this floor saying that we will raise the debt ceiling, but only, only if you end the disastrous student loans that are going to cost $400 billion and drive up the cost of higher ed. Only if you rescind the $91 billion of unobligated COVID money. Only if you go rescind the $80 billion designed to increase the IRS to go after taxpayers, including, by the way, more often the poorest among us and minorities. Only if you will return spending to 2022 levels, getting our spending back to pre-COVID levels, and make sure that we cap spending so we stop funding the woke weaponized bureaucracy that's going after the American people. Do that. Send that over to the Senate. Send that over to the Senate and make Chuck Schumer and the President of the United States choke on it. Because the American people want us to cut spending right now. They don't want us dilly-dallying around, going out to focus groups and talking to Frank Luntz to figure out what the hell we're going to do for the American people. But that is too often what this body does, and particularly this side of the aisle. We are not going to have two more years of the usual crap that this body continually engages in. No more spending money we don't have. No more allowing lawlessness. No more open borders. No more mandates killing the American people. No more mandates driving up the price of energy, subsidizing unreliable energy, driving up the cost of that energy. No more. $32 trillion of debt. Wide open borders causing little girls to get sold into the sex trafficking trade. New York Times finally wakes up and writes a story about it this week. What do we do? We pass a three-page bill asking the Democrats to say, we'll give you reports on inflation, but not if there's emergency spending. Because everybody's got to have their precious emergency spending. Oh, gosh, there's a hurricane, so who cares if it's inflationary that you dump $40 billion? Who cares if it's COVID and you dump $5 trillion out in the name of an emergency, crushing the greatest economy in the history of the world? No, no, we can't have a report like that. The American people are sick and tired of the same old, same old. And so far, two months into the 118th Congress, I'm not seeing a hell of a lot different than the same old, same old. Yeah, yeah, I agree 150%. I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. And where was this on the news? Did anybody see it? You see, what they don't realize, and this is something that, not Shapiro, Dan Bongino has been advocating, is to make a parallel economy. Instead of using... uh, PayPal and places and things like that where they can uh, 
you know, decide whether your funds go through or not, your payments go through or not, we're going to ban you or not, instead of using stuff like YouTube, where if you say something they don't like, uh, which is, you know, my general forte, uh, they just ban you. That's why Rumble exists. So they tried to cancel Rumble. They shut down Rumble. They took it off the Play Stores. They took it off of the Apple Play Store and, and the Google Play Store. Guess what? They were using the uh, Google serv- servers to run uh, to run it, to run Rumble and Parler and all those fun things that they shut down. Guess what? They don't do that anymore. Now they're on their, on their own servers. They have their own thing. That's why it's taken True Social so long. Why? Because they banned President Trump from Twitter. Now he's since been finally reinstated, I believe, by uh, Elon. But, you know, he, he made his own network. He made True Social. So he could sit there. And if you don't like it, don't join. But, you know, they haven't yet figured out or maybe they have figured out, and this is why they keep trying to shut everything down, is that they want the control to be able to tell us what we can listen to, what we can say, what we can't say, what we know, what we don't know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, this restrict law will just restrict it. So Elon says something they don't like. Oh, well, you've got foreign nationals from other countries that are on our hit list on your on your platform. Sorry, we've got to shut you down. There goes free speech. Oh, TikTok has videos like that where we get actual congressmen and, con- and senators speaking up on behalf of the United States citizens instead of towing the party line, instead of sucking up to the Democrats and, and, and the craziness that goes on there. You know, oh, okay. Uh, You know, don't believe me? Here's another one. Say you support confiscating guns from individuals determined to be a threat to themselves or others. Determined to be. So by this legislation my colleagues are putting forth, my understanding of the the letter of that law, which I 1,000% oppose, as would our founding fathers, the letter of that law says an anonymous tip from a citizen. So if this was law, Commissioner, would you confiscate, would you go to your neighbor's home and confiscate his legally owned weapons, a man that was not under criminal investigation nor under arrest? Would you do it? The red flag laws would. That's a yes or no, brother i got five minutes to make an hour-and-a-half statement here. It's more than a yes or no answer. If you cannot say yes, you would confiscate weapons from an American citizen that was subject to this law that my colleagues intend to push through this Congress, then you, and you said in your statement that you would confiscate those weapons if an American was determined to be, your quote, a threat to themselves or others. According to that law, determined to be is defined by an anonymous tip that an American citizen a threat to themselves or others. You're a police commissioner, a thin blue line brother, sworn to uphold the Constitution, and you're saying you'd see those weapons. I see that as a problem. I'm going to bring us back in time to World War II. America's population, 140 million. 15 million American men came home from World War II with deep scars and significant skills. They bore the invisible wounds of war 
And there was weapons everywhere. I'm going to talk about mental challenge. My father was one of those men who was a Navy pilot in World War II. He came back from the war and built his family on the seventh of his eight children. I was born in 1961. We had guns everywhere. There was virtually no regulation. Any child in the 50s could buy a weapon from any seller if Daddy sent them with the money. We didn't have mass shootings. It wasn't until 1968 in America that serial numbers were even required on weapons sold in this country. You order weapons through the Sears catalog by the mail. In 19, in the 70s, I attended a high school, large rural school. Virtually every vehicle in the parking lot was a pickup truck. And almost every one had a rifle or a shotgun on the back glass and a pistol in under the seat. We didn't have school shootings. 1979, I began college. One of the jobs I had to work my way through college was as a carpenter. We restored historical buildings. We had to determine in the process of that work what was the original cuts of these, these homes, residential homes, built 75, 85, 100 years ago. You could tell by the saw cut if it was a mechanical cut, an electric cut, or a hand cut. By such observations, we knew exactly how that house was originally built. And to my amazement as a young man, beginning college in Louisiana, working, to my amazement, you know what I discovered, Madam Chair? You know what these houses did not have? that were built a hundred years ago in cities in America. You know what they did not have, Commissioner? Locks. Locks. Now, I ask you all, what happened to that country, man? A country where homes were built in cities with no locks. A country where guns were everywhere and virtually not regulated at all where millions of Americans, 14 million Americans came back. It's 11% of the population at the time, after World War II, with incredible skills of war and weapons of war, as you called them, everywhere. But we didn't have mass shootings. And here we sit today, where an entire once proud Democratic Party is presenting unbelievably unconstitutional laws to press upon our nation, and we have a police commissioner that says he would go home to home and confiscate legally owned weapons if he got a tip. Madam Chair, I yield my speech, but I will not yield my opposition to these unconstitutional laws. Yeah. So if you own a gun and your neighbor decides he doesn't like you for whatever reason, and he knows you have arms, not the kind attached to your body, but the handgun kind, the pew-pew kind. He can make an anonymous call. The cops can come out, and they can take your guns. And you have to prove that you're not a threat to yourself or others to get those guns back, which involves court time, lawyer fees, legal time, all that good shit that you have to pay for. It's an anonymous call. They've taken your shit so you don't even know who the hell turned you in. 
So you're not going to trial because in the, in a trial you have a right to face your accuser. Who's your accuser? They're anonymous. This is what they want to pass. This is the kind of shit that's going on. This is the stuff. And I know you're going, well, Mr. Rance, how did you go off on a gun tangent when we, you were talking about TikTok? Because this is the information that's on TikTok. This is what scares them. Because we're passing along information that no one else is. The truth is still getting out there through Rumble, through Parler, through uh, other platforms like this that they can't control. So if they can't control them, shut them down. And if I'm going to go into a little TikTok, another TikTok here in a minute on the actual breakdown of the gun violence that they always, you know, claim weapons of mass destruction kind of shit. But first, <laughs> this just this is not surprising to me. Of course, it's also uh, in New York, but uh, they're now banning. Another type of weapon in New York, and it's not an AR-15, an M-16, or an AK-47. Take a listen. Now, I thought y'all said you just wanted common sense gun laws. We just want to ban those evil weapons of war. Apparently, now that includes pump shotguns. Shotguns, like that one there. If you're not following, the shotgun in that picture was the 590 Shockwave. That shotgun and the Remington 870 TAC-14 are now on the fucking ban list in New York. Is it because they're evil weapons of war? No. It's because they're fucking firearms. I can actually hear you thinking right now. I bet you they have a high-capacity magazine. No! Five shots. Well, the Mossberg can fit six, but semantics. That's still under the arbitrary 10-round magazine that New York requires and Joe Biden wants for the rest of the country. But I bet you can reload it pretty damn quick. You've never fired a fucking shotgun before, have you? They're saying these weapons need to be banned because they're easily concealable. No shit, so are handguns. And define easily concealable. Have you ever tried to fit a fucking shotgun in your pants? Don't know if you know this, but they're pretty goddamn big. If you tried to fit that in your pants and you actually got it out in a situation where you needed it, I'm fucking proud of you. Because honestly, by the time you get it out, you might as well hit them with it. It's like carrying a Smith & Wesson 500 Magnum. No shit, though. If they go to open carry in Florida, I'm totally getting one of those. We already have a handgun that can fire 410 shotgun rounds. Are they coming for those next? But a shotgun can do quite a bit of damage. Yeah, they can. Honestly, I addressed that in my last mass shooting video. But they also want to ban it because it's under the ATF regulations of a 16-inch barrel. These guns have a standard 14-inch barrel, which makes them great for up close and personal. Not really if you're firing at a distance, though. I told you motherfuckers they weren't going to stop. They can't ban the AR-15 because they're too popular. And they don't have the balls to go after handguns yet. So they're banning shotguns. They're dangerous. No shit, so is a sword. And let's address something else. Remember when they said the Second Amendment was about hunting? It's fucking not, by the way. What are shotguns most commonly used for other than home defense? That's right, fucking hunting. So yeah, they're coming after your hunting guns too now. Nobody fucking listens to me when I yell shit at them. Seriously, how loud do I have to speak to get it through to you dumb motherfuckers? They're coming after your shit, yet I'm the one they call paranoid. 
So, yeah, you might want to go out and pick up one of these weapons before they're $850 a piece or you just can't fucking buy them anymore. Like I've been saying, something that was legal yesterday is not going to be legal tomorrow. All because the professional euthanasia experts decided that they didn't want it to be legal anymore. Also keep in mind there's no new legislation, just the ATF reinterpreting existing legislation. And if you don't abide by these rule changes, you could go to prison. I'm sorry, does it sound like they're making fucking laws to anybody else? Kind of exposes how arbitrary the fucking ATF rules are. But yeah, I'm just a paranoid right-wing gun-toting son of a bitch. So what do I know? Now I thought y'all... Yeah. And to echo his thing, what do I know? What do I know? I'm just promoting the same shit. I'm just telling the same stories. I'm just sitting here trying to wake people the fuck up. Do you think I like to rant about this shit? Do you think I like to fucking get on here and have to talk about uh, a school shooting which was done by a transgendered individual? Which really doesn't fucking matter. But because it was done by a transgendered person, this is going to get swept under the carpet. This is never going to have happened. But the gun laws, every time there's a shooting of any sort, out come the gun laws. Except, I notice, in places like Baltimore, in Chicago, in Compton, in L.A., where, what's that? Oh, it's not whites killing blacks or blacks killing whites or Asians or whatever. No, it's blacks killing blacks. Is that African-American gangs killing other African-American gang members? So I guess that's all right, right? So they can sit there and shoot up the town. But I'm not allowed to have my weapon to defend my family. Hmm. But yet the government can load up. You know. Uh, no, Pelosi doesn't carry a gun that I'm aware of, but um, I'm sure her security team does. The Secret Service, I'm sure Biden would, would, would fucking, if he shot a gun, if any, uh, even a shotgun, the recoil would knock him on his ass if he was barely even able to hold it. But his Secret Service detail wouldn't wouldn't let him do it anyway. And guess what? They're armed. Yeah. They don't sit there and just uh, kick back and watch. No, they're they're armed too, and uh, you know. But why should you have a gun? I don't know. Uh, you know, it's just. Before I go into the, to the next gun one, though, I want to point out more truth on a different topic: topic of racism. Because not all of us are racism. Not all of us care what color you are or, or what you identify as or all that shit. What we care about is stupidity and the fact that the government's trying to control everything we do. But this gentleman here, he's going to mention something and, 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 you know, look him up. Because um, I'm thinking seriously about getting a shirt myself. So take a listen. Dear white people, I want y'all to know there's no such thing as a white person. Yo, my brother, what is happening? I'm so glad you posted this because we have a movement that we started called One Race, Many Colors. 
and I'd love for you to jump on it and make some content and hashtag it. We got uh, T-shirts for minimally melanated brothers and sisters, mediumly melanated brothers and sisters, and maximally melanated brothers and sisters. We need to let these fools out here know that they're not going to separate us by this fake thing called race anymore, right? So check it out, man. Uh, follow me. I followed you already. And let's push this narrative forward so that we can all make sure that we are of one family. Also, check out Gen X Crazy Train. I think you might like it. Dear white people. Yeah, one race, many colors. I kind of like the thought of it. <laughs> and could you imagine? I mean, my God, people, do you know how much shit I get, the stares I get from the left when I wear my political T-shirts? I wore my shirt out yesterday to work in around the town that basically says I have PTSD, uh, pretty tired of stupid Democrats, Trump 2024. Can you imagine the fucking looks I got? Could you imagine the looks I'd get as me as a white man wore a shirt that this gentleman's selling that says lightly melanated? Oh, that that's that's a fucking trip. I love that shit. I'm 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 seriously. If I can scrape up an extra couple of bucks, I may buy one of those. And he's got other videos, you know, uh, t talking about it. But basically, he's right. We're one race. We're the fucking human race. Who gives a shit? Like I said in one of my other videos, you know, there's a song. That, you know, you, 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 I'm sure just about everybody knows it, whether you know it or not, whether you're a Christian or not. But it's called Jesus Loves the Little Children. All the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. All the motherfucking children of the world. Now, obviously, it doesn't say motherfucking at the end of it. But the point that's the point. He loves all of us. Black, black, brown, green, purple, pink white, Caucasian, beige, whatever the fuck we are. It's these different organizations and these different groups that are dividing us. Why? Because the truth of black people like this gentleman here, it's not making airwaves. It's not making news. His movement, no matter how great it is, no matter how fun and, and, and cool I think it is, and I agree with it, it's not on the fucking news. It's not getting any press. It's grassroots. It's word of mouth. It's TikTok. Guess what? They closed down TikTok. This man's message of unity and loving one another and one one, uh, what the fuck was it again? Uh, one nation, many colors, or whatever the hell it was. That goes away. But, you know, it's it's just this guy having a dream, you know, that all of us are fucking equal. And uh, just in case you don't know what this Restrict Act is, from what I played earlier, from uh, the, the podcast on uh, The Blaze... Here, here's a little uh, quick definition for you, layman's terms. 
The challenge, can any lawyer describe S-686 in under a minute because people have short attention spans? Challenge taken. S-686 gives the government, a.k.a. the TikTok ban, gives the government the right to control all data and all information which is on the Internet, has ever been on the Internet, or could be on the Internet, including all devices that connect to that information, like your cell phone, like your Internet service provider, like your car, like your smart TV, like Alexa. Shut up, I didn't call you Alexa. Everything. Literally everything. Any rights you had that the Patriot Act did not take away, which are just this many left now, it takes them all away. And any attempts to get around S-686 to find out information like about, oh, I don't know, vaccines or elections or any kind of health or any kind of science or anything else are met with a $250,000 fine, up to $1 million fine, and 20 years in prison. And I got eight seconds left. Thanks. Yeah. So when you, if this goes through, which at the present time it's stalled, I believe. I'll get to that video here in a few minutes. But if that goes through, guess what? They can ban you, fine you, jail you for seeking the truth. Sounds like control to me. Sounds like a lot of control. Now, a lot of people are getting pissed off about this. And with good reason. Because as this lady so elegantly puts it, um, well, I'll let, I'll let her tell you. Videos for members of Congress. Listen to me very carefully. Do not make us do this. There are 150 million of us on this app, and we all have better things to do than deal with you. We are all trying to fix the problems that you actively create for us. Many of us are not political. We have better things to do busy teaching people the five ways they can self-educate so they can avoid the academic industrial complex you have created. You know the one. $148 billion endowments that donate to your campaigns. Yeah, we know about them. If you pass the Restrict Act or whatever nonsense Josh Hawley is coming up with right now, we will have to get involved. You couldn't just let us have our app. Do you know who's on this app? People who can reach people like you have never seen. This is not legacy social media. This isn't controlled by you or your buddies' buddies. We get views by being good at communicating and talking about things that people actually care about, providing solutions to real problems, all things that you're unfamiliar with. We don't expect you to understand. You don't know what Wi-Fi is, but we do expect you to know your place and your place as employees is to follow directions, not lobbyist directions, not corporations directions, not your political party's directions, our directions. It's very simple. It is not your place to tell us what applications we can download on our phones. It is not your place to strip us of our right to meet and gather online as we choose. It is not your place to tell us where we can transact with our peers on the internet. If you do this, we will have to intervene. I'll outline for you what this looks like. What you do not seem to understand is that it would be very simple to make an interactive map of the U.S. with every single one of you that is going to run again assign you a color that indicates that you voted for this bill and crowdsource primary challengers in every single district in every single state in this country. You seem to forget we let you have your job. We let you. And that can change like this. Because what you have all made abundantly clear is that this isn't about parties. It's about us versus you. Tomorrow. We can have it up by tomorrow. Remember that when you vote for these bills. Because we will. These videos for members... <laughs> And let me explain something here. 
let's let's break this down, okay? Yes, she's absolutely correct. We let them have their jobs by us voting them in. And I personally was disheartened, to say the least, that we did not, as conservatives slash Republicans, win both the House and the election this past midterm. However, as a general rule, people of the older generation, people that are my mom's age, my my, you know, friends, moms, dads, ages. They don't know how to operate a cell phone, much less use TikTok, much less follow somebody. Now, there are rare exceptions to the rule. Who uses TikTok? Now, as you've heard from the videos I've been playing, there's a lot of, a lot of Republicans out there that they figured if we can't get the information through Twitter or through Facebook or YouTube, we'll use this platform. They also use Rumble. They also use Parler to get their information out because they're free speech. They let anybody on. They, they, they don't block anybody, Democrat, left, right, whatever. They let you on. They let you spew what you want to spew. They let you say what you want to say. But... Who else is in charge? Who else uses TikTok? Hmm. Now, I joke and I say about the Chinese, you know, and the government access and all this stuff. But for those that aren't using it to, to say, cook, and here's a recipe, try this, or here's my family, or talking about their day, or their kids, or what have you, they're young adults. They're young adults that are fitting the craze. They are kids, my kids' age and younger, that have left Facebook because my kids left Facebook years ago, not bef long before any of the banning and shit was going on. They just, it's not for us. Now, I agree. The only thing I really use Facebook for is some of the phone games on my phone. I sync them up so that I don't lose my place if I have to reload them. I can just log into Facebook. Up oh, there's my data. Okay, good to go. But I don't do a lot of shit on Facebook either. But the kids these days, they flirt and they move from system to system to system. MySpace was in for a while. That's gone. Facebook was in for a while. That's gone. Snapchat, eh, somewhat in. That's pretty much gone, though, for kids, young adults. I don't mean kids like underage. I'm talking like 18 to mid, uh, late 20s, maybe early 30s. That's all gone. They use TikTok. Why? Because they can influence. They use Instagram, which has live functions on that too and they can sit there and they can do all this stupid shit and yes every other video i see is some woman with big tits trying to get the little money through the lives and and barely show you know showing cleavage but not showing enough to get banned but almost not quite but almost but yeah okay so the 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 bad element is out there but if you cancel tiktok who's going to be pissed the kids that are going to be voting. The kids that are going to vote your asses out. And 
some of these people I have got as my Mr. Rants TikTok has maybe, maybe a hundred people that follow the videos I do. And you talk about being on a hiatus from doing, uh, uh, you know, I was off, didn't do a, a podcast for a week and my numbers dropped. I haven't done a TikTok in a couple months now. So, yeah. That one's even lower. So I've got maybe a hundred people that follow. There are some of these TikTok people that have millions, five, six, seven, eight million followers that look at them for makeup tips, the latest dance craze, whatever the fuck the case may be. And yes, there are bad elements out there. There's bad elements out there in everything. There's bad elements if I walk across the street. But there's also five, six million people in some cases that follow these people on their Facebook or on their uh, TikTok channels. And trust me, it's not going to be a simple yank of the plug and TikTok is off. It's going to be known that it's coming because the government doesn't do anything immediately. They always lead up to something. So if TikTok got banned, we or and the people would know about it ahead of time and they would get the word out. They would move somewhere else. They would get their word out. The truth is not going to be in, in, in what I look for, like with the, the conservative and the stuff about the gun laws and all this other stuff and Hunter Biden laptop and all that shit that would have gotten me banned on any other platform I could Put it here. The true science I can put here. The fact that masks didn't work. The fact that Fauci was full of shit. The fact that it was it was a uh, uh, it was a lab uh, made thing instead of you know uh, came from a penguin or a bat. All that shit was was okay here. Or if it was. Right at the line of not being okay. You could change the, 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 the little word around. Ever notice why I don't say certain words? I call it the jibbity jab or the pokey poke or something. What do you think that means? Well, obviously, if you listen to me long enough, you know what it means. But it keeps me from getting the bum 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 canceled. It keeps me from being shut down. It lets me keep getting my word out, even if it's only for me to bitch and you to listen or for me to bitch and nobody to listen. It keeps me getting the word out. But let's go back to the guns just a minute. Because this needs to come out. Here are the real numbers. You know, every time there's a shooting in America, our moral betters on the left immediately ammo up the assault rifle of their rhetorical arsenal, namely... Our country's sick, twisted obsession with personal firearms, our adolescent psychosexual, dangerous and frankly embarrassing when facing our European film critic friends, American gun culture. So, hopping over to the ever-reliable Wikipedia, for example, we discover that when it comes to per capita gun ownership, the USA does in fact top the list in glory. When measured as the number of guns per 100 residents, the U.S. comes in first at 90. 90 guns per 100 residents. Evidence for the progressives on the left that they do, in fact, live in the murder capital of the world because when it comes to gun ownership, America is number one with a bullet with by far the highest per capita gun ownership in the world. 90 guns per 100 people 
is half again more than the number two spot held by Serbia with 58. Now, all we have to do to prove the left-wing progressive weenie case for banning guns is to do a quick search for the per capita murder rate. And sure enough, leading the number two country again by about half again more with 90 murders per 100,000 people is Honduras. Socialist gun-controlled Honduras. Because even though America has by far the highest per capita gun ownership rate, we do not have the highest per capita murder rate. And unfortunately for the progressive leftist argument, we're not second either. Or third. In fact, when it comes to per capita murders, Team USA didn't even make the top five. As a matter of fact, we didn't even make the top 10. Or the top 20. Or the top 30. Or the top 40. We're not in the top 50 per capita murders. Gun culture America is not in the top 60 nations in terms of per capita murders or the top 70 or even the top 80, or the top 90. Of the 218 nations and territories listed for per capita murders, the United States of America, Murderville, USA, did not break the top 100. We are, with 4.7 murders per 100,000 people in 2012, number 111. 111th place puts us near the top of the bottom half Okay, now let me break in. I know you're going to say, but that's 2012. This is 2023. Okay, and your point is, we may have gone up a little bit in the in the in the, in the, the statistics. I don't know. I didn't look these up uh, for the current date, but we're still nowhere near the top. We still have a lot more law-abiding. Honest gun owners that do the right thing, follow all the laws, even the ones they keep coming up with new ones every time there's a there's a shooting. Then we are we're not mass murderers going out on the street, killing everybody, killing everyone with every gun they have. So, yeah, these are 2012 numbers, but it's still good and uh, a good thing to know the numbers and know that even if we have jumped up, we haven't jumped up that far. Of all the nations and territories in the world when it comes to total per capita murders, and virtually all, if not all, of those nations ranked higher than us, are big state socialist utopias with stringent gun control laws. How tragically disappointing that must be for our moral superiors, and unfortunately for the left, it gets a lot worse. Because 111th place, America's murder rate of 4.7 per 100,000 citizens, is artificially much higher than it should be because it includes so many deadly, murderous, Toxic places like number one on the list of highly gun-controlled, democratically governed since the Stone Age murder pits like Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, with strict gun control laws, has a per capita murder rate of 54.6 murders per 100,000 citizens. If Detroit were its own country, it would just beat Venezuela for second as the most murderous country in the world behind Honduras. America's 111th place, 4.7 murder per 100,000 people also includes, in order, democratically controlled, heavily gun-controlled New Orleans with 53.2 murders per 100,000, St. Louis with 35.5, Baltimore with 34.9, Newark with 34.4, Oakland with 31.8, followed by Stockton, 23.7, Kansas City, 22.6, Philadelphia, 21.5, Cleveland, 21.3, Memphis, 20.2, and Atlanta, 19.0, and, of course, Chicago, with 18.5 murders per 100,000 people per year. And just to interject, where was that shooting that happened 
the other day. Memphis. Democratically run. Very high gun control laws. And sadly, well, you know what happened. America's per capita average of 4.7 murders includes all of these high crime areas. The first city to appear in gun-mad Texas is Dallas, which isn't even in the top 20. America's overall average of 4.7 is as low as it is because of places like Plano, Texas. It's the last city on the list with a murder rate of 0.4. Now, having been to Plano, Texas several times, I can tell you with confidence that virtually every home in Plano, Texas has an entire arsenal of AR-15 assault rifles, semi-automatic shotguns, 30-06 hunting rifles. They got 45s, 357s. They got 38s. They've got 9 millimeters. They have an assortment of 22s for the kids to practice with, not to mention every species of tomahawk, bowie knife, hunting knife, jackknife, bayonet, switchblade. They've got pointy rocks. They've got sharp sticks. The per capita murder rate in Gun Nut Central is 0.4 per 100,000. If the United States of America as a nation had the same murder rate as Plano, Texas, we would not be 111 out of 218. We'd be 211 out of 218, well below Switzerland at 0.6, half of Germany, Spain, and Denmark at 0.8 murders, and well, well below half of New Zealand, the Netherlands, Austria, Italy, France, and Australia. If all of America had the murder rate of the gun nut capital of Gun Culture USA, Plano, Texas, then America's per capita murder rate would be one quarter of those murderous, violent, rampaging, death-worshipping Belgians with their horrific 1.6 1.6 murders per 100,000. So maybe it's not the guns. Maybe it's the people holding the guns. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. You know, yeah, maybe it's the people. Because again, gun laws are not the trans individual that shot up the school and killed six people yesterday or the day before got those weapons legally. Now it has come out in the news that her parents were aware that she had some, but she, they thought she had sold some and they didn't want her to have any because she had been having some mental illness and and some other issues going on, and they're going to try and spin that one way or the other, okay? But the main point is she was 28 years old. She was a legal adult. She purchased those weapons, unfortunately how they were used, But she purchased those weapons legally. She did not break any laws in getting the weapons until she used them to kill unjustifiably. But she got them legally. She followed the laws. And uh, just in case you think gun laws are always helpful. Take a listen to this young lady. Now, this is an older one, but uh, be prepared. I didn't grow up in a house with guns. I don't hunt. I personally abhor hunting. 
but I was given a gun by a friend when I was 21 to carry in my purse for self-defense, and I was taught how to use it. A couple of years ago, my parents and I went to a cafeteria in Texas on a bright, sunny day. We weren't in a dark alley where we weren't supposed to be. And as you all know the story, this madman drove his truck through the window. And he began shooting. Well, immediately, my father and I got down on the floor and put the table up in front of us. And this guy kept shooting. And you're thinking, what, you know, what could it be? Is it, is it a robbery? That's the first thing that generally comes to mind. And he keeps shooting. It took me a good 45 seconds to realize that this man wasn't there to commit a robbery. He wasn't there for a hit. He was there to simply shoot as many people as he possibly could. Now, I'd like to make something clear. I hear all this talk about how many bullets can go in a clip. I've been there. I can tell you it doesn't matter. It takes one second to switch out a clip. You can have one bullet or a hundred bullets. It doesn't matter, guys. I've been there. He goes, dump, dump. Just like that, that's not enough time to rush a man. I promise you. When I finally realized what was occurring, I thought, I got him. And I reached for my purse. He was maybe 12 feet away. You know, is it possible my gun could have jammed? Sure. Is it possible I could have missed? Sure. But I can tell you I've hit much smaller targets at much greater distances. But then I realized that a couple of months earlier, I had made the stupidest decision of my life. I took my gun out of my purse and left it in my car. Because as you well know, in the state of Texas, it's sometimes a felony offense to carry a gun in your purse. I can tell you that I'm not mad at the guy that did this. As he continued, it was obvious that he was a madman. My father, at that point said, I'm gonna, I, I've got to do something, I've got to do something. He's going to kill everybody in here. And he rushed the man. No way. This guy turned, shot him in the chest. He went down, uh, was obviously mortally wounded. For whatever reason, that made the man change directions and go off to my left. Shortly thereafter, someone at the back of the restaurant broke out a window. When I saw what looked like an opportunity to escape, I turned around and I grabbed my mother by the shirt. And I said, come on, come on, we've got to run, we've got to get out of here. And then my feet grew wings, and I was out the back window. As soon as I got out, I realized that my mother had not followed me out. And as I learned from the police officers, she had crawled over to where my father was and cradled him until the guy got back around her, put the gun to her head. She looked up at him, put her head down, and he pulled the trigger. My parents had just had their 47th wedding anniversary. She wasn't going anywhere. As I mentioned, I'm not really mad at the guy that did this. And I'm certainly not mad at the guns that did this. They didn't walk in there by themselves and pull their own triggers. The guy that did it was a, a, a lunatic. That's like being mad at a, a rabid dog. I'm mad at my legislators for legislating me out of the right to protect myself and my family. I would much rather be sitting in jail with a felony offense on my head and have my parents alive. As far as these so-called assault weapons, you say that they don't have any defense use. You tell that to the guy that I saw on a videotape of the L.A. riots, standing up on his rooftop, 
protecting his property and his life from an entire mob with one of these so-called assault weapons. Tell me that he didn't have a legitimate self-defense use. Just one final statement. I'm, I've been sitting here getting more and more fed up with all of this talk about these pieces of machinery having no legitimate sporting purpose, no legitimate hunting purpose. People, that is not the point of the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is not about duck hunting. And I know I'm not going to make very many friends saying this, but it's about our right, all of our rights, to be able to protect ourselves from all of you guys up there. I didn't... That's exactly right. And that's exactly what they don't want us to remember. That's why they keep saying there should be a comma in the Second Amendment, uh, you know, have the right to bear arms and have the right to form a militia and all that sort of stuff. They don't want to admit that we have the right to arm ourselves to protect ourselves from the government that we elect if that need should arise. And there's enough people out there that don't know, don't understand our constitutional rights, that when something like what happened with the shooting the other day comes, every time they turn around, they pass more gun laws or red flag laws or something. But guess what? This information is on TikTok. They don't like this information. They don't like this getting out. So... um, you know, that's that's why we're having the issues we're having. And uh, I got two more for you. Hopefully I can get them in time because I only got about mm, 15 minutes left. But here's the next to the last one. Everyone's pretty aware at this point that there are not two parties. There is not a Republican and Democrat, not in any way that, that we, we would have managed or a lot of our relatives that have passed away in past times had. We have a uniparty in Washington, D.C., a uniparty that is really controlled by a bunch of think tanks, a bunch of lobbyists, a bunch of foreign powers, including the CCP and other nations. They are controlled by a billionaire trillionaire class, an oligarchy, an American oligarchy elitist class that owns all of our politicians and selects them from the start. And until we stop dividing ourselves with the illusion of choice, which is all it is at this point, then we will never, ever be able to fight this battle because they will keep us divided every way they can. I hope everyone... And they're doing it. We're racist. We're homophobes. We're transphobes. We're white supremacists. We're one thing or another. That's all it boils down to. But thankfully, there are a few good people left. Because even if the Chinese government is grabbing all our information from TikTok, they, they interviewed or they, or they interrogated that poor guy that runs the American side of TikTok in, in Congress the other day. And they actually had the balls. And you can look this up for yourself because I don't have the video for it or the soundbite for it. They asked this gentleman if, if they were at home and they used TikTok at home, does it have connection to their Wi-Fi? Uh, duh. Yeah, it does. If you're not on a network, 
in your computer, whether it be a phone, a tablet, a, a PC, uh, a smart TV, whatever you're using to use these apps and play these games, that's your internet provider. You're using the Wi-Fi to connect to the internet. But these are our leaders that don't know this. These are our leaders that don't understand this. This is like I was saying about the older generation. They don't understand TikTok. They don't understand how to use a, a smartphone, how to use these apps. Now, some do. That's not all. But some, most of the majority of them do not. So we're letting people that don't even know how a computer system and network and Internet service providers work to make these decisions for us. Whether the CCP is taking all our information or not. They don't even know how it works. But thankfully, we still have a few good ones out there. And oh, goody. Yep. <laughs> this is what I was afraid of. I had one more for you. Where Representative... Uh, Rand Paul blocked the bid. There are two main reasons why we might not want to do this. The one would be First Amendment to the Constitution. Speech is protected whether you like it or not. The second reason would be is that the Constitution actually prohibits bill of attainder. You're not allowed to have a specific bill against a person or a company. So this falls on two, fails on two egregious points, pretty obvious points. And I think we ought to think about that. I think we should be aware of those who peddle fear I think we should be aware of those who use, to co use fear to coax Americans to relinquish our liberties, to regulate and limit our First Amendment rights, everything accusation of data gathering that has been attributed to TikTok could also be attributed to domestic big tech companies. In fact, one of the bills they're looking at doing is broad enough that the president will be given the power that's the restrict bill to designate whether whatever country he sees fit to be an adversary and whatever company underneath that definition, it would basically be a limitless authority for the president to ban speech. If Republicans want to continuously lose elections for a generation, they should pass this bill to ban TikTok, a social media app used by 150 million people, primarily young Americans. This brilliant strategy comes while polls indicate that 71% of young women and men, 53% of young young men voted for the Democratic con uh, congressman. Admittedly, many, many Democrats have joined Republicans in calling for this ban. But like most issues, the blame will stick to the Republicans more as it always does. The Republican strategy to ban TikTok comes simultaneously with GOP complaints of domestic social media companies canceling and censoring conservatives without a hint of irony. Many of these same conservatives now rail against censorship while advocating for censorship against social media apps that they worry are influenced by the Chinese. Before banning TikTok, these censors might want to discover that China already banned TikTok, already bans TikTok. Hmm. We really want to emulate Chinese speech bans. Aren't we the ones that say it's wrong for China to ban speech? So we're going to do the exact same thing. The vice president of Freedom Works, John Tamney, perhaps described the situation best. Nauseating harassment of TikTok presumes Americans will be saved from Chinese 
authoritarianism if U.S. politicians act like Chinese authoritarianisms. We're going to be saved from speech if we ban it in my in our country. My goodness, could we think of anything more anti-ethical than to ban uh, freedom of speech? We'll go to the app. They said on the apps full of propaganda and your young people will be dancing into communism. We'll go to the app and search for Felong Dong. The anti-communist religious sector is persecuted in China. Go to TikTok and search for videos advocating Taiwanese and independence. Criticism of Chinese President Xi Jinping. Videos. These videos are all over TikTok that are critical of official Chinese positions. That's why TikTok is banned in China. Do we want to follow China's lead in banning speech? We should not let fear of communism to cause us to ignore our First Amendment protection of speech. This legislation violates not only the First Amendment of those who own TikTok, many of whom are actually American and not Chinese, but it also violates the First Amendment rights of the millions of young Americans who use this social media app. I ask the American people, do you want Joe Biden to be your censor? Do you want to give unlimited power to any president, regardless of party, to decide who is our adversary and which um, countries and then to which countries. There's not even a list of what percentage, what it is, what it was, what if the Chinese own 1% of a company or 10% of a company. One of the bills before us would allow the Department of Commerce to decide. There's five countries they list their adversaries. Those are big countries that have a lot of interaction with our countries or with our country already decide which country, in addition to the five, the Department of Commerce can designate a country as an adversary, but then they can designate a company, but there's no specific to the limit. Do the new people that are designated to be an ad- adversary have to own 100% of the company, 50% of the company, 1% of the company? That is the crazy gift of power to one person, i.e. the president of the United States. And I don't care which party they're in. It's a huge mistake. Uh, Doctors Mueller and Fairhead of Georgia Tech write, if the nationalists fear about Chinese influence operations lead to the departure from American constitutional principles, supporting free and open political discourse, we will have succeeded in undermining our system of government more effectively than any Chinese propaganda. Throughout the 20th century, millions of people were fed communism propaganda every day for their entire lives. And when the regime collapsed, the people celebrated. They danced on the Berlin Wall and on the grave of communism. Have faith, have faith that our Americans are smart enough to hear bad ideas and reject those ideas. Have faith that our desire for freedom is strong enough to survive a few dance videos. Have some faith in freedom. We don't ban things that are unpopular in the United States. Our Constitution even allows a Communist Party that the previous speaker said, and I quote, There's no First Amendment carve-out for the Communist. Well, actually, there is. In our society, you can be a Communist. I don't advocate it. I think it's a terrible idea, and there's almost no Americans that choose it, but there's a Communist Party here. We actually had a former CIA director who said he voted for the Communist candidate in 1976. Someone I don't advise you would appoint to the head of the CIA, but this is a free country. You can actually have terrible ideas, and you can broadcast them. Okay, now, you're asking, what the fuck? 
why did he just read all that? And I only have a few minutes left because I only have a certain amount of, of time to do a podcast, and we have gone long on this one. But the reason why I did this, remember I said earlier that I had sent all these videos to myself so that I could have them in case they got a TikTok violation or they got shut down or they got canceled. Well, this was one of the first ones I checked when I came back in uh tonight before I started recording this podcast. And guess what? When I pulled it up to be the last one for y'all to listen to tonight, I tried it twice because sometimes my, my phone will fuck up and it won't always take the sound. But I noticed down in the bottom corner of the TikTok, it says sound removed. I didn't save the video. I just kind of forwarded it to myself. So TikTok dinged it. TikTok took the sound away. TikTok in essence striked it. Banned it. And what I read to you even though it was garbled, even though it was not perfect, thankfully whoever did this video turned on the sub subtitles. So I was reading to you what Senator Rand Paul said, because he blocked the ban. He blocked the bid for them to ban TikTok today. So for now, whether it's CCP owned, whether it's CCP regulated, where the Communist Party will know the breast sizes of all of the women on TikTok, whether there are predators out there, whether there are right wing, left wing nuts, whether there are angels from heaven up there in, in using the system as I'm sure there's good, bad, and ugly throughout all of it. But there's a lot of good. There's a lot of free speech being said and being told that otherwise we would not be, would be allowed to know. We would not be told about it. It would never even, you know, we just, you can't stand up and fight. And I don't necessarily mean by violence, but with your votes, writing in, protests, uh, you know, uh, petitions, whatever the case may be. You cannot fight if you don't know what the hell you're fighting for. If all you know is what the shit it is that they're shoveling, you can't fight it. So thankfully, this has been blocked from being banned for the time being. And like I said, it may be run by the CCP. I, you know, I could be barking up the wrong tree. I think to hit, even if they are, they're looking over here and they're laughing at us because they're laughing at how divided a country we have become. Believe me, they're enjoying the hell out of this. But anyway, yes, they, uh, they basically, basically shut down the video. So I can't share it with you, but I did read it to you as best I could what they were uh, saying in the subtitles. So now you know. So is TikTok really as bad as they say? I don't know. Is there a legitimate national security reason to ban it? I don't think so. This restrict law that they're trying to ban. And there's another gentleman that I'm sure, I, I can't remember who it is, but I followed him on TikTok, and I can't remember his name or his handle or his alias or whatever the hell you want to call it. But he uh, basically deals with cybersecurity and this kind of thing. And he was breaking down 
this restrict law point by point by point by point. So I'll try and see if I can find him, save his videos, then I've got them. If I can save them, I can keep them, and I, I'll have the audio even if it gets banned on the platform itself. So anyway, that's my two cents on this. I think there are bigger issues at hand. I think they're trying to shut people up, and uh, they don't want us to know what's going on. And this, what better way? What better way? than to keep continually shutting down the platforms that advocate for free speech and advocate for the truth getting out there. Now, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe any of these videos I've played, any of these people that, that you've listened to in this video. You don't have to believe the statistics that have been discussed. You don't have to believe that that, that that lady lost her mother and father in a shootout in Texas because Texas law said that if she had her gun in her purse, it would have been a felony. She could have taken her gun out and shot the motherfucker. But no, it's in her car. Why? Because if she had had it in her purse, she might have gotten charged with felony and been in jail. But like she said, if she had wanted to... If she'd rather be in jail and have her parents alive. Keep listening to the lies if you want to. Or wake up and smell the bullshit and do something to make a change. Now, again, I don't condone violence. I'm not advocating violence. Speak up. You have the right to free speech. You have the right to protest. You have the right to sign petitions. You have the right to change your vote and vote these individuals that you disagree with and that don't align with your values and your beliefs out of office. And maybe, just maybe, by the time the next presidential election runs around and the next congressional uh, election runs around, people will be fed up enough that they will make some change this time across the board instead of just little bits here and there. But that's my two cents. Anyway, I've got about three more minutes. So as usual, this is Mr. Rants. You can reach me as always at mrrants50 at gmail.com. I look forward to talking to you. Please feel free to send me a message. If you like, you know, what, you, what you've heard on this, great. If not, that's great too. We've definitely gone over our time limit. So I'm going to get this posted. But, uh, you can also reach me at the blog, myrrqq.com, I'm sorry, .wordpress.com, and I look forward to hearing from you, and I'll talk to you soon on the next one.